Welcome to Pathless Podcast. Hmm. This is Ben, your DM here with. Reed playing Orkov. Sam playing Hanny. Andy playing DeFerris. And Jeremy playing Gardas. In our last episodes, the character were able to find a dwarven monument, shrine, holy place, uh, where they met the infamous Black Spider. Finding that both the Black Spider and the players are in an uncomfortable position of not knowing exactly how to get through this cave, they've banded together with that sole purpose to ultimately locate the item of great magical power known as the something forge. Um, one of the biggest barriers to the characters and Neznar, the black spider was the flame skull and his many ghouls that are in the center of the cave. Uh, and it appears to be an important crossway to get to new sections, but uh, they've poured some holy water on that flame skull. So he won't be coming back to life every hour and shooting six D six fireballs at the players. So that's really, really good. Um, last episode, Urkov fell into a hole, and we'll see what happens to him today. Uh, I have the characters pretty beat up from their last fight. Uh, Hanny appears to be at full health, but everyone else appears to be at half health. Um, but they have the opportunity to go south to a banquet area with lots of bones, which uh, Hanny's already been down and kind of looked at, or to the east to an area unknown. So, uh... We've done it. Now, I believe the forge is to the east, but I cannot be sure. Neznar says. All right. Guess we should be heading east. Are we well, all ready for that? Um, I can help you guys out. I still got these potions from Hanny. Gundren says. I'll take one, then, if we're going to proceed on. Yeah, I don't know if I'm supposed to save them for combat, but I've got five, so here's one. Let me hand you a potion. They D8s? No, they're 2D4 plus 2. Which is better than a D8, because you at least heal for four. Yeah. Sure. Six in your case. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. What's the team HP level at? <laughs> I mean, am I not? Like, if, if we add it all together, you guys are at 67, 89, 103. Plus whatever Neznar has, but I'm not going to tell you what Neznar has. Hmm. Well, good. <laughs> so you guys have 103 HP. Yeah, I'm at full. I have it 55 out of 58. I think you must have taken some burn damage from one of those rolling balls of fire or something at some point. Oh, yeah. Or one of the beans. All right. So I'm almost full. I wouldn't call you a fool. Thanks. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking pretty rough. All right. Now, uh, Urkov, um... Your character was sleeping on a bed last year, remember, in the safe room when the bed gave out underneath you and so did the floor. 
and you toppled down, down, down into the ground until you were submerged with water. Uh, and then that water ended up like dropping really, really fast and pulling you. And uh, you find yourself exactly where your character is on the map. So if you scroll around, you'll find some light. But um, for some reason, these dark underground cavernous waters um, are warm. And in the warmth, there is fungus that is growing that is bioluminescent. So your hair now emits light uh, in the same amount of a torch. So you do not need to carry a torch as long as this uh, does not wear off. And for now, we're going to assume it is not wearing off while you're inside this cave, okay? Gotcha. So uh, your head breaks free of water, and that's where you find yourself. Were you able to locate yourself on the map? Yep. Wonderful. So um, you can uh, move your character a little bit if you want. Gotcha. He's just swimming through waters. These walls are um, like really, really tall walls. You cannot climb any of them that you see around you. I'm moving a little bit at a time in case it's not yeah, updating your screen. Yeah, I like okay, the, I like the way you're doing it. This is, this is what I want you to do. He swims along. And uh, you're able to see... I scalable? Uh, you're breaking up a little bit. I think he just DC'd. Oh, he DC'd? Dolph. Uh, looks like he's still online on my screen. Oh, I guess he's not in Roll20. Right. Okay, he's there back from Roll20. Alright. I see him in Discord still. Did someone disconnect? We thought you, you did. did. Oh, I definitely could have. It seemed like I lost internet for a second there, honestly. Uh, gotcha. so, so I see. Yep, so you see rock faces uh, that are scalable, but will require a climb check to scale up and get out of this pool of water. Okay. All right, so as you approach the rock face, um, mm -hmm. you start hearing a loud rushing of water similar to the one that brought you up to that corner. Uh, the other characters hear a... And uh, your character is flung up over the sides of this as the water flies over and into a wall. Um, I will just roll percentage dice to see how direct of a hit it is on the wall to see if there's any damage taken from it, okay? Gotcha. I mean... No damage taken. Just for the record, uh, have athleticism, M giant. <laughs> okay, well, uh, with his athleticism, he took no damage and was able to uh, roll I was up just the saying, high I was just saying, I probably could have climbed, that's all I was trying to say. Oh, uh, well, um, this was supposed to be the, the moment that everyone learns that the is from the sounds of these loud crashings of the waters that happens as this thing overflows. Oh, okay, gotcha. So I just wanted to give away that important story piece to this whole entire cave. Woo. Uh, I wasn't getting you out in a cheat way. This is legitimately why you keep hearing the ksh. And you can notice that all the ground is regularly wet where you stand. Um, and the timing between the last one that brought you up and this one was about one minute. So every minute or so, you can expect a large surge of water to come into here. Gotcha. All right. Um, so go ahead and move your character around. And I'm just going to let you wander aimlessly while I play with the other characters, okay? Okay. And I'll, I'll keep a general idea on where you are. I have it nice zoomed out. All right, guys. So um, you guys were just talking about how much health you had. And uh, that's cool. Does anyone want to do anything? 
I'm following the crowd. Uh, I guess since I still am supposed to be acting as a vanguard, I will. I'm going to put myself up front. Gotcha. Vanguard is just another word for bodyguard, I guess. Yes, I suppose. Yeah. Cool. The vanguard right. is the front. Oh, OK, that helps. Good yeah. deal. All right. Well, uh, Neznar, I'll be right behind you. He's excited to make it into a part of the cave he hasn't yet been to. All right, Urkav, uh, you see a uh, another escarpment coming up here. Uh, that escarpment is about a 15-foot drop. Um, there's some water at the bottom leading into a direction. All right, go ahead and get in order, and you can start moving us forward, Gardas, if you want. All right, yeah. So uh, I'm going to sneak come from here. Ooh, nice. Uh, you want me to roll for it? Yeah, definitely roll for it. That's important. All right. So, Dex, right? Yeah, whatever you want to roll, honestly. I don't care. It's your life. That's 17. Nice. All right, so I'm going to peek my head around the corner now. Okay. As he peeks around the corner. From here. Let me just take a look here. No reason I'm throwing a bunch of D20s. Don't worry That's about it. That's always a lie. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. All right. So you see nothing as you cross around the corner. All right. I'm going to. Uh, it's really hard to pretend that I don't see four D20s on the board. Uh, what, if, what if it's a um, red herring, though? I I'll call that bluff. Uh, I'm going to go across here. All right, now give me a second to explain this. Oh, you, that's it, just there? Okay, yeah, yes. nothing happens. All right, Gardas is, like, uh, going into the corner, and then he's got another corner that he can kind of peer around. Are you peering around that corner? Yes. Do you Wonderful want me a perception? All right, all I want you to know is that um, as you peer around that corner, you do notice some general light coming from it. Okay. Um, and uh, there are crushed skeletons under debris scattering across the floor. It is an extremely large cave, but right around that corner where you're looking is a dwarven hewn stone building. So you can kind of see that building, right, with your character there? Um, not particularly. I think I see doors. Uh, here. Let me just... Okay. Yeah, I see doors. Yeah. So that is not a cave wall. That is a building. Okay. And that's a tall building, okay? Ooh, it's like okay. 10 to 15 foot. So remember, I'm telling you, like, this is a huge cave you're looking into. So the, the cave roof is like 40 feet up. And this building is about 15 feet high. So what you see here is a 15 foot wall to a building with doors. All right. OK, so I'm going to. Um, I guess I'll look over to everyone else and I'm going to pantomime. Right. That's the right word. Pantomime a house. Start waving my head or my hands over my head, like a house shape. And I guess I'm going to uh, I'll, I'll whisper, I suppose. If people need to roll perception to hear me whisper, that's fine, but. All right, sounds good. I'm going to check. Okay. 
Now, um, Urkov, in all reality, you're free to just keep moving about the cave. I've been trying to look over to see if you've moved at all, so I can tell you if anything happens. So, uh, um, yeah, yeah. just I didn't mindlessly wanna... wander. Okay. I'll tell you if it hit something. I've been keeping my thing extra zoomed out so I could, like, see you move. All right. Um, so, uh, Urkov approaches a set of stairs. You can feel free to send those stairs if interested. And uh, you said you're going to start moving forward, right? Yeah. All right. Go ahead and move forward. Okay. So as you enter the room, stop right there. Yeah, uh, a mistake. No, it's okay. Um, you notice that the light source from this room is coming from the ceiling. There's glittering um, gems of some type scattered across the ceiling uh, that are emitting a natural light. Urkov, you come across a door on your right-hand side. The door is locked. The space ahead of you is a large, beautifully hewn space. Um, and, uh, you know, if you get a little bit closer to it, we'll just kind of put you right here. Uh, you can see that there are multiple pillars. Um, the pillars are a bit broken down. In the corner over here, there is a desk with materials on it. There was a fire right here with multiple bedrolls around it. And then a statue of a dwarven god uh, sits right here, okay? And these doors are shut, but are able to be opened if you approach them. Okie dokies. Uh, okay. Can I investigate the materials that have been... Yes, uh, they are maps that are drawn up of the cave, lists of materials that were brought into the cave. Uh, so generally surveying materials, I guess. Okay. For exploration. And uh, what's the map tell me? Does the map show any areas that I'm familiar with? From These are crappy maps that really don't tell you much. Okay, gotcha. Uh, give me a perception check. Okay. Uh, and I don't think I have perception. Yeah, just throw a d20 out and add some wisdom to it or something. Yeah, it's just wisdom, yep. Plus three. Okay. Um, as you uh, survey the room, you can tell that someone was there recently, and you also can tell that there are spider webs, a dense thicket of spider webs covering the ceiling. Okie dokies. Okay. What is Arkha's general plan from this room? Uh, I'm probably just going to head south. Okay, wonderful. So you head south through the double doors. Wow. And uh, this is a familiar area for you. Uh, you recognize it. It was when you were over here from this room. Uh, you had come up and you did look to the left before and you've seen this rubble. So that connects you to a general space that you're familiar with. This is where you killed the bugbears with the team mm -hmm. and the guy flew away. And then this down here is where you guys rested, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right, cool. Um, so I am going to go back to the team for a little bit. And uh, you can keep exploring. If you go down south, you have to tell me so I can work with you there too far. Okay. But you can explore north and east without any, what you call it. Um, all right. And Urkov enters the furniture yeah. room behind you guys. I mean, uh, he sees the, perception, but... the dead guys from before. Um, 
everyone can uh, notice the natural light emitting from Urkov from behind you. So there's a light source that activates, and uh, it's easy perception to notice the giant that is Urkov. Hmm. I'll uh, stick my hand up and wave him, wave him over. Urkov does not see you. <laughs> All right, maybe you guys. Technically, <laughs> this whole entire party has no light source, so he's the only right. light source. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you oh, guys yeah. all have dark vision, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> you guys have been wandering for like half an hour or whatever now. <laughs> I mean, I guess maybe a couple hours now, and it never occurred to you that <laughs> you know you were in the dark. It's just a funny idea, you know? Oh yeah, that's really funny. Like Arkov disappeared, and it's like nothing changed for you guys. Yeah. Oh man, this cave is really black and white. <laughs> Wait, you guys are seeing black and white, and that's weird to you? No, I just never realized it's just kind of caves are kind of like really black and white compared to the rest of the world outside caves. Ah, uh, yeah. All right. Uh, are we on, am I waiting for, I guess if I hear oh. Urkov's back, I'm going to turn back around. Hello. Hey, Urkov. Welcome back. Thank you. I'm going to sneak my way back though, because I don't want the DM to kill me. That's fine. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Gets an arrow right on the, right in the back. Fantastic timing. All right. Anyway, Urkov's back. Yay. Pick up some of the uh, goal pieces if there's any I left. I used to be a player character like you. And then <laughs> I took an arrow to the knee from the DM. <laughs> <laughs> It'll never get old. Uh, is anyone Arcana based in this party? Nope. He okay, abandoned cool. us. He went back to his tower. Yeah, I don't right. believe I have Arcana, yeah. That's important. That's fine. No problem. But good deal. Say I have a no. You're good. A... Yeah, I have a plus one to it, but I'm not trained in. I'm not proficient in it. Yeah, no. I think I think we need someone who's like a a wizard or something like that. And uh, uh, didn't uh, Deferis just become one? No, he became a warlock. It's different. Okay, fair enough. Yep. All right. Well, if you guys are done your reunion, let's start moving into this next room. Uh, quick question, since we may possibly not be getting into combat soon. Yes, DeFerris does look like he's bleeding. Um, anyway. Dang it. <laughs> did we, uh, while I was gone, did we long rest or we anything like that, or? We, we did, did long yeah. rest. Yeah. Okay, um, so I have spells back? Yeah, so you completed a long rest, and then that 30 minutes when your long rest ended, and the layer characters were still sleeping, is when you fell into a hole, to be fair. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gardas, what'd you find in the other room? A big, well, not a big one. It's it's kind of small by this place's standards, but a building. There's a wall, so I can't see over it. But there are doors. Okay. Is that the right way? Well, it's stone and dwarven looking, so I would think so. Everything's dwarven looking down here. Gundren says. And he just shrugs. 
Yeah, I shrugged you. Anyway, I think this is the way we want to go, but we should probably be cautious. All right. Let's do it. All uh, right. You, you still going first, or am I going first? I can Cards. do it. I don't know. Right. I, I'll do it. I'm going to sneak right. sneak, I guess. Back to the corner that I was at. I think it was like here. Yep, that's fine. You sneak, sneak, sneak. A bunch of dice at the table. Dun dun. And da da. And then you're able to enter the room further if you'd like. Mega dead. All right. So uh, I'm going to move Nesner up to this corner and Gundren up to this corner. You guys can move your own characters here. All right. And then, Gardas, it's up to you to do something. Um, well, uh, I'm going to go. I see stairs. So I want to go stairs to the stairs. northeast. They're headed downwards. Uh, now that you're really kind of entering this cave proper, this room proper, um, I want to point out to you that there is a general ash. Yeah, general ash uh, all over everything. And you notice that these walls are blackened. Um, and the floor is blackened. Well, that's um, weird. And as you, uh, I guess, you know, you're going to get closer and kind of see the doors. The hinges on the doors are melted. They're uh, large iron doors with melted hinges. Okay. Uh, I'll turn back to the group. Does anyone know why this place would look like a, well, like a fireball went off in it? Do you think it's more skulls? Maybe, but the the doors look melted. There's ash everywhere. I this could be a good sign. This could be a sign that the Forge of Spells is here. Maybe when the Forge of Spells is activated, it uh, radiates out fire or energy or something. Mm. Wouldn't that be dangerous? That doesn't sound very promising. Nope. Well, uh, I see some stairs over the wet northeast, so I'd like to go check those out. Would anyone like to come with? I'll wait here while you scout. The Black Spire says. I do not recognize this man, and therefore I will remain with him. Mm -hmm. I'll go with the party then. Gunjan's going to follow you guys. Okay. So we're here right now, or I'm here right now. We're here, man. You just move, man. I'll stop you. I always do. What is right in front of my character's Another nice. iron door with melted what you call it. Okay. Well, hey, um, big, uh, big stone man. Yeah, uh, this guy's a bit of a chicken. He he really wants to get the what's at the end of the prize, but it's really not okay with going in first. And I've stayed so, alive due to it. Uh, I'm going to try right. to open the doors. Oh, yeah, give me a strength check. You won't. <laughs> All right, so as uh, Gardas is pulling on this door, the 22. characters hear a loud 
as he rips the iron hinges off of this door, making a large, loud noise that would alert anyone within a reasonable distance within this large echoing cave. Mm -hmm. Okay? Does that sound fair? Hope it's not good in there. Oh, fun. All right, let me uh, go to my lighting layer and open up this door for you. I'll just delete the door altogether. Goodbye, door. And uh, he has unearthed a 20-foot by 20-foot room that is empty aside from some crumbled ashes of what might have once stand stood within the room. There were things in this room? Uh, potentially. That's It would explain some of the ash on the ground. Okay. Actually, could I? Would it be possible to roll a nature check to see if this fire was potentially a natural source or if it was not natural? Uh, I think your character could deduce that in okay. a cave like this, you wouldn't have a natural fire burn so evenly across all the stone. It just doesn't make sense. It like. You know, who, who could build a fire that big and how would it have enough oxygen in the cave? I don't know. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Cool. Thanks. Yes. Um, I should tell you guys to make a perception check, especially Urkov's hanging out back with Neznar, right? I'm going to have uh, just Urkov and um, DeFerris make checks. Wow, I rolled a one. Well, you didn't get to make a check anyway, so that worked out nice. Good. I got rid of my one for the session. Yes. It won't be your only one, I can promise that. M12. 16. Okay. Um, I need to probably roll this. Let me see. I'll just do it this way. That's the wrong dice. Ignore that. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. There we go. All right. Yeah. Um... Thanks for rolling a perception check. Objects and tokens. Cool. And then uh, back to Gardas, Hanny, DeFerris, anyone who wants to do anything. Well, I guess I'm going to look at Hanny and say, hey, do you think we should go in? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this time I'll try to open the door a little bit quieter. No, that, the door is gone. There's no door. There's another door in here. Oh, you're going to go through that door. Yeah. I see. Okay, well, with then entering this room, just from natural kicking through some of the soot and dust, um, there are... <laughs> bits of metal and petrified wood mixed into the soot. Petrified wood? Yes, like wood that looks like it was prepared to withstand uh, not a blast of whatever, but but uh, wood, wood that somehow survived the fire. Okay. So like rockified wood? That's why I called it petrified because you can imagine. Right, okay. okay. No, I get it. All right. Um, it's just a scaredy cat. 
so Deferis and Urkov can no longer see those three player characters, or yeah, I mean, I don't think they have any line of sight to them really, just to be fair. I can see Urkov, but I guess they can't see me. I can't see because of my light vision. Yep. No, I can't see if I'd his hair torch. Deferis is gonna start creeping, so long as he can kind of see Urkov, he's right, gonna cool. creep up to Yep. That works for me, thank you, Deferis. Alright, so Hanny's going to the next door. Uh sorry, Gardas is going to the next door, right? Uh, yes, but I'm going to listen. Perception so, check next to the door, I guess. That's fine. Um, no one is magical, right? I have magic. I mean, I'm a cleric. I don't know. Yeah, uh, well, I'll just tell you this, Gardas. As you approach this door, it uh-huh. is in decent shape compared to the other door. Okay. And the room that it's within. Okay, yeah, so you, you're going to approach it and listen to it? Like put your ear to it and try to listen to it? Yeah. Okay, wonderful. Make a reflex save. Failed. You have failed. Okay. Um, the door emits a yellow and green flame. Um. I guess like out from the sides and underneath it, like it, it uh, engulfs the door from sure. the witch cults okay. uh, as you approach it. And because you were standing right next to us and failed your reflex save, you take 3d6 uh, fire damage, Woo. which was a one, a one, and a three. So you take five fire damage as you jump away yeah. from the extremely hot flame. All right. I adjusted my HP. Thank you. All right. Well, that was hot in a bad way um anyone else feel like trying (laughs) can you open it now i'm afraid to do we have any other method of opening it Mm, no you saw that that room lit up in a glow a couple seconds ago Like oil in a pan. I'm going to look at Arkov and say, hey, there's some crazy light show going on. I'm going to go check that out. Okay. I still have no idea who this guy is, so I'm going to keep an eye on him. (laughs) All right. uh, Nesnar is going to enter around the corner a little bit just to get a a general look when he hears about the light show. I'm going to creep up behind him. I generally don't trust him. Yeah, I wouldn't trust him either because he kidnapped everybody. So why? <laughs> Everybody's gone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Deferis has now joined Hanny, Gardas, and Gundren. Oh, um, I just see it like <laughs> an exasperated Goliath. Home. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm not feeling too good about this fire. I'm going to go check on uh, the spider and Urkov. Not so I can avoid role-playing with you guys and make you guys figure it out. And Gundren leaves and joins Urkov and the black spider. Uh, Urkov, uh... I can stay here with the spider if you want to go help out your mates. They're dealing with some sort of fire contraption on the door. Uh, 
Gun- Gundren. Yes. I attempted to ask the Ferris before he left, but is the Black Spider not who captured everybody? And- oh, no, we hate this guy. He's the reason that I got captured. Definitely. Right. Hate him. Right. Okay. And you want to hang out with him alone? Nope. We didn't actually come to a deal, honestly. But you're saying I should go ahead to the door and leave you back here? Hmm. I do have four healing potions. Okay. <laughs> you're welcome to stay with me. All right. Uh, Gardas. Uh, and then Argo starts walking away from Gundren, or he's just getting between Gundren and the Black Spider. <laughs> I, I, <think> I, <laughs> Okay. I can't make up my mind, honestly. Okay. Urkov's <laughs> wandering around the grave. Deferis, Hanny, and the frog. Yeah, I, go ahead. I, 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 I just keep on inching forward and then looking back and inching forward and looking back. <laughs> so even if it's not proficient, could I roll an Arcana check on the door? No, you can't do things that you're not proficient in unless they're, like, basic tasks. Okay, I didn't think so. I just wanted to confirm. Yeah. That's, like, Um, me trying to do calculus. I could, like, roll for it, but, like, not a good idea. I... The funny thing is... uh, Back in 3.5 and Pathfinder, obviously, they had, you know, actual denotations on the skills that you could do untrained, but... I'm not seeing anything on my character sheet for that, so hey, yeah, I don't know. That's fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna follow the calculus roll in this one. Sure. That he, no, that, that's fine. Uh, it was just more a general question, um, because I, I think a lot of it comes down to DM's discretion. Like if they want to have somebody, like force somebody into something that they're untrained. Um, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't know what to tell you, like how, how I could explain it to you in a way that would make sense to your character without your character oh. having a magic background. Yeah, no, that's totally fine. Uh, it was just more out of curiosity because I saw a weird flash of light. And well, you can talk to the player characters about that. Fair. Hey guys, what what happened? I saw this weird light show over from the door. What happened? I'm gonna hold out my now singed arm. Probably uh, the door decided to burn. Oh goodness! Uh oh man. That's not good at all. I don't suppose you have any sort of knowledge of traps. <laughs> uh, not really. But I do have a quarter staff. I can just poke it. Sure, that sounds good. DeFerris pokes the door with his quarter staff. All right, the door is six foot tall, four feet wide. Uh, it's about six inches of steel with an iron handle and hinges. Uh, poking it with a quarterstaff does not cause a reaction from the door. Okay. Okay, this is progress. Hmm. We just gotta, like, finagle the handle. Well, I, I don't know if we're really ready to do that, but... Since we are here without what's his the Spider Man, we could confirm if this is the Forge. <laughs> the Spider Man. That's good. yeah, that was unintentional. I haven't heard that one yet. 
All right, well, I, I'm going to at least see what happens. Maybe it was a one-time thing? And DeFerris goes and reaches for the door handle. All right, so DeFerris, uh, connecting with the door handle, um, you hear a whoosh of fire. There's no clicks, so nothing to denote that it's mechanical. But uh, a whoosh of fire. Make a reflex save for me. Oh, this is going so badly. It can't possibly end as bad as mine. Okay, it can, but... Okay. Oh, <laughs> I'm so sorry! <laughs> so, um, Hand trans- firmly on the door handle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Entranced by the green flame, DeFerris' character leans into the door instead of away from it and is singed accordingly for my days won't roll. Please. I guess I'll refresh D20. Roll 20. I can roll it. No, no. I don't think you're responsible for that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's just wrong. It says it's establishing a secure connection. Oh, where's my dice? I had dice here the other day. Who needs a computer? They All they do is fail you and you need to roll dice. All right, I'm back in. Let's see if these dice roll. Dice, 3d6. There we go. Nine damage. Could be worse. Well, no, that's like mid. There's my dice. Old faithfuls. Okay, so um, DeFerris has been singed by the door. He is critical. Oh, oh. So he kind of jumps his way back to the the back wall and just kind of slumps down on. Oh no! On At this the point, Urkov has gotten to the door entrance. He saw that last large flame enter. Hanny's standing by the door, looking unsinged. If we can't open well, the door, I don't know how to open a door if you can't open it. I mean, he was on. Uh, he was I on mean, maybe track. we just try to kick it down. I don't know if that's the best idea, but. But it is an idea. We Well, I mean, the quarterstaff did work. We could try to open the door with the quarterstaff again, but we should really take care of our burnt friend here. All right. I have a I have a potion, I think. So Oh, I mean if you'd prefer to use that instead of spells. Mm, with how much danger has been in this place, I'm gonna need them. Um DeFerris is gonna touch himself with uh, and cast cure wounds on himself. Okay. I feel useless now. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> or That's not gonna do near as much as I'd like. Um, DM, can I determine if this is a door that I pull or push before I do anything? Yes, it is a door that you would pull. Cool. Okay, so kicking it in would be a bad idea. Correct. Oh, this is still well, it, re- still it really depends area. on the jams. It depends how <laughs> tough the jams are. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, he only knows about preserves. Hmm. Wow. Good one. All right, guys. So if I grab it, I could probably pull it open anyway, right? We don't know if this is locked. We do not know if this is locked. Um, is it like a nice little push button that we can try to do with the quarter staff, or is that just is like a handle? There's no push button. It's just a handle. But these doors do not have any lock or don't have like any 
what would you call that part of a door? They don't have a mechanism that like slots into latch. place and then clicks in. Yeah, it's not like a latch. Okay. It's like a normal door. Correct. It's a heavy door that when pushed against the jam stays in place. Cool. We've encountered a lot of these doors throughout this. Just we're on the same page. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Just never melted before. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, we can do this, or I could go around and, and try to rip off another door, and we can go around the other way. This one is not melted, to be fair. Sorry, I already said that earlier, but this door looks like it's in relatively good shape. Yeah. But don't, aren't there, if I leave this room? Correct. There There's other doors. doors. 100%. Yes. Uh, it's, uh, but remember when the last one was opened, it was loud. Yeah, but nothing's here yet. I'm just going to follow after him because I'm worried. <laughs> All right, so Hannah gets to the double doors without anything attacking him. And these double doors are also melted. These double doors are also melted. All right. Um, I've been seeing our party be more cautious, so I will also uh, try to put an ear towards the door and see if I hear anything. Okay. Roll a perception check. That one. So you actually hear a chorus of frogs playing music inside. What? All right, that's pretty cool. All right. They're they're like ribbiting in tunes that are very impressive. That's I mean, that is pretty impressive, to be honest. All right, well, we should probably check out these frogs. You guys Man, ready? Going insane. Uh... <laughs> so um, as you I'm check out on these... the other side of the door here, just real quick, as you check out these doors, um, they are not lined up perfectly at where these two doors meet. Uh, the door that you're closest to is slightly ajar out. Now, you can't peek through that or anything like that. The thickness of these doors is still six inches, but I just want to point out that the doors are not lined up perfectly with one another. Okay. Let's just hope that means it's easy to rip off. Which door uh, are you doing? The door right in front of you or the door nearest to Gardas? Uh, The one closer to me? Yes, good. Cool. The one that's slightly ajar? Okay. And then do you want a strength check? Yes, I do. I need a strength check. Does he really? Though? Wonderful. He does. 21. Yes. Um, so this door uh, opens, stays on its hinges, uh, and does not make as much noise as the door that Gardas had originally pulled open. Uh, still a loud uh, noise, but we're not talking about like uh, shaking the cave noise as the thing falls off the hinges. So let me open up this door for you. Let's hope that didn't scare away the frogs. Where's the rotator button? This is the rotator button. Give me one second. I'm just going to rotate this a little bit and then move it. If they let me. Actually, let me just move it real quick. I'm going to fix this one second. Oh, why is this? Roll 20 hate me right now. All right, I'm going to do that. And then that should let me move it to there. Perfect. Good. There you go. Cool. Cool. The door is accurately mm. opened. Hanny is looking it... into a room that I would like to describe for him. Objects and tokens. Uh, Gardas, uh, sorry, uh, Deferis and Urkov, you did hear that loud screeching noise. Um, <clears throat> there are wake work tables in this room. 
plaster that looks like it was burned off of the masonry walls. In the middle of the room holds a stone pedestal with a small brazier that has an eerie green flame that is dancing and crackling. The brazier and its pedestal are um, perfect, in perfect condition, untouched by the forces that destroyed this area. And uh, that's everything you'd see from where you currently stand. I talked about the workbenchers across and the brazier. Okay. Which is, is that pronounced brazier? Does anyone know? Yeah. Right, cool. I, think... I don't want to say brazier because I think that's a different thing altogether. Yeah. All right, guys. No frogs in here. Must have scared them away. Um, I guess I'll poke my head around the corner. Okay, so you are poking your head into the room? Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm trying to see what Hanny's seeing. So if I need to go behind him to do that, that's fine. Nope, I think you're fine. You you came at it from the other direction, right? Yeah, you uh, this is in? what I saw. All right, cool, good. So give me two seconds. So I'm going to share this to all players, but let's all be clear that uh, Gardas is the only one who sees it currently. Bum, 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 bum. There's this broken part of Roll20 that if you do pop-out screens, links stop working, which makes no sense to me. So I had to open up the like embedded screen so I can click on the link so that I can show you. Bum, 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 bum. Player handout. Show to players. All right, so in the corner, there's more workbenches. Oh. And additionally, there is a large green-headed creature with a single eye in the center of his head, bunch of uh, gnarled teeth, and four separate eyes on tentacles coming out from around his head. Um, and all five eyes train on you like a snake snapping to position as you stick your head in to look into the room, and you hear, Hello. Um, but the voice is inside your head. This feels familiar, and I am not here for it, so I am ducking back out of the room. <laughs> and my saying, Hanny, don't go in. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, my reaction to him, like, pushing his head, like, in between my shoulder and the door, and then jumping out, is like, okay, I can open the other door for you. No, um, no, 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 no. <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> all right, all right. Close the door, close the door, close the door. So let's pause real quick. And uh, Urkov and Deferis, would you guys like to do anything? Uh, since Deferis was badly injured, I was keeping an eye on him, so. Oh. <laughs> okay, and Deferis, you were just laying there in your pain and squalor squ squ or whatever, sorrow, I don't know. Deferis, he attempted, I, I attempted to, to, cast cure wounds on myself but it definitely didn't work like i was hoping it would i still don't feel very good oh would you like more if you'd be so kind okay <laughs> solid <laughs> he rolls nice. on this d8 d8 is no literally what i rolled for myself uh, maybe you're just not meant to be healed <laughs> what a world 
Oh, it's the plot. It's the the life of a tiefling. We're just destined to be stepchildren. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. That that was. Uh, I've got bad reception down here in the uh, dungeon. To my god, let me try again. <laughs> bad reception. <laughs> hey, there we go. Oh yeah. <laughs> they rolled an eight. So he basically just rolled two fours. Let's let's look at it that way. Uh huh. Uh, two, four and a half. Oh, yeah, true. All right, well, then, if that's what the two stooges oh. are doing, that's what they're doing. I'm going to go back to Hanny and... Uh, Giant stone, man, you're, you're an amazing person. Thank you. Well done. So go ahead, Gardas and Hanny. Okay. Gardas, you haven't explained anything yet to Hanny. You've just said, don't go in there, right? Yeah. What did you see? I was going to. Think big head, multiple eyes. It talked to my brain. Okay, Hanny. At this moment, you're trying to listen to Gardas, but you find yourself unable to some degree because you notice on the workbench right across the way, there is a ridiculous looking, like super amazingly forged mace. And right next to it on the same bench, is a huge breastplate made of gold with a dragon mo- motif uh, built into it. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. So a bunch of eyes are talking to you. What do they say? Because uh, I'm going to start like sliding my foot like closer through the doorway. <laughs> I'm going to grab his arm <laughs> and probably grab the door at the same time, or if I can, to close the door. Is it I mean, you me? can do whatever you want if he lets you. Do I need to roll a strength check? I don't know. It's up to him. Um. Yeah, I'm not gonna let you like just move me. So I guess you want you want a strength. Uh, strength, strength off. Me? Let's go. Yeah. Sure. D twenty. Hmm. All right, I rolled a five. <laughs> okay, I got a thirteen. The die didn't show up, but whatever. Okay. What? So Annie pulls from him into the room, or that was just a battle of wills. No, he was trying to pull me out, and I resisted that. Um, Gardas, don't you see those cool things on the bench? Gardas, you now see the cool things on the bench. I do, but what's in there with them is not worth it. <laughs> what did it even say to you? I don't actually remember. But I think it said hello, and I don't like the look of it. So I don't don't go in there alone. Let's just get everybody. Go on. All right. I mean, that's literally more nicer than uh, Black Spider said to you. Probably I forget. I, I think you're being very prejudiced right now. So, uh, what's going on in there? Uh, all yours, dude. Have fun. <sighs> he looks in the corner. This is it. This is the Forge of Spells. That brazier, that is the Forge of Spells where they'd place items in and they would magically imbue them. We found it? We found it. I'm not surprised, but... The Black Spider walks into the room and then walks out of the room after standing in there for about 20 seconds. What? Hmm. Well, there appears to be a guard to the Forge of Spells. 
I imagine once you dispatch it, we will be able to harness its powers. Do you know how to use it without him? Is he the operator? Oh, let me go ask him. Wait. This place is naturally magical. Can help. Yeah, we have help. I'm going to take All a right. step in. Or Coven DeFerris, whenever you guys want to leave your room and come out, you can. As long as you want to stay in there, just stay in there. You can feel free to tell me you guys are coming out or doing whatever. Alright, DeFerris is going to start coming out. Oh, walking out. Because he feels a whole lot better. Good. Alright, so you can see that uh, the party is now all around this door opening. Hanny is walking into the room, right, Hanny? Yeah. Yeah, I took a step in. And, okay. uh... Hanny, you get a... Uh... Welcome. Uh, he's he's how he's Gardas. What what's the problem? And I say, uh, hi, hello. And he I does not respond. Loud. Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll point to the bench and say, "Did you make them?" No. He speaks like he's from another. Uh... Domain plane. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. I don't think I have any issues with other planar things. Actually, that's weird. For some reason, my character she says I speak draconic and infernal. Wonderful. He's choosing to speak in common for now. You can attempt to talk to him in draconic or infernal if you'd like. No. Okay. Um. I. I mean, he seems pretty chill, so I'm gonna walk around the brazier and uh, look at the workbench thing. Okay. So you're gonna stop right there as you move closer to the brazier. We'll say like within ten feet of it. Mm -hmm. Um. Are you coming to work? Yes. Okay. You can keep moving then. Okay. I'll walk to the workbench. Can I inspect these? Uh, you may. Make a DC 13 constitution saving throw as you go to reach and inspect these items. Okay. D20. Got it. Wonderful. Uh, so... 19. A ray... Shoots from the creature's eye um, at you and appears to have no effect on you. And then you hear, draw touch. Okay, so I can't inspect. Okay. Good to know. All right, I won't touch. And I'll step, uh, I'll take a step back from them. Okay. He, uh, his eyes around him are darting around. He looks a bit stressed. Would anyone else like to attempt to enter the room, or is everyone just standing outside the room watching Hanny inside of it? I don't think it's smart to go in there. That brain thingy was talking to my head. I, uh, I saw the ray hit Hanny, or no? Yes, anyone looking within the room would see the ray shoot across and hit Annie in the back. Okay, I mean, at that point, I would have pulled out my, uh... I don't have my spear anymore, right? So, I'm pulling out my mace. 
And when Hanny didn't respond, I guess I just kind of stand around really concerned. Okay. Guys, it was in the corner, so just keep that in mind if you're going in. And I, I guess I'll point, make sure that they know which corner exactly. The one sure. right on the opposite side of this door. Pointing to the left side. Yeah. All right, Hanny, go ahead. Keep going until someone interrupts me or you. Okay. Um, There's no I one going in. If I'm here to work, then uh, I ask him, how, how do I use this to forge? You don't know? Do you belong here? I found it. A lot of people, uh, this place was lost, so I just found it. It's not lost. What do you mean? People come here and work every day. And the spectator is coming and floating towards Hanny. Everyone can, who's looking in the room can see the spectator coming towards Hanny. I just saw him move across my view, my field of view, so I'm going to... All right, forget it. At this point, I'm going to open up the door right next to me. Okay, so I need to do a strength check? All right. Yep. Sixteen? Does not budge. Seventeen. Does not budge. Drat. I am, uh... As he moves over to Hanny, I am writing a charge action. Or something to the effect of 5e. Sure. For uh, if he makes an attack on Hanny, is what I'm talking about. Understood. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. The Ferris, anything you want to queue up? Or are you good just watching? Um, If he attacks Hanny, I'm going to ready an Eldritch Blast. Um, no, I, and I've been saying everything out loud, um, and I'll continue our conversation and say, what do you mean people are working here every day? You're trying to confuse me. You do not belong. And, uh, he is going to shoot a ray, um, and I'll let you guys take your reaction after he shoots his ray, because I don't... I think the split second of it coming out of his eye 10 feet into Hanny it's not necessarily going to be choreographed that much. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, Hanny, make a DC 13. I guess just, just throw a wisdom saving throw. Uh, does not appear to be affected as a, another eye ray shoots at him. There's no scolding of skin, no fire, nothing. Do the player characters want to take any actions? They did see another ray come at Hanny. This is the second one. Uh, do I see the ray? Probably not, but maybe I hear it. Do you want me to perception mm. it? I don't know. You were messing with the door. I'm going to forget about you and let Urkov and... Uh, not, until, uh, not until I see Hanny actually injured in some way. Okay, so DeFerris takes no action. Urkov, did your character choose to take an action when you see that happen? 
I mean, I jerk for it a little bit, but since it's in another IRA uh, and nothing happened with Candy the first time, I kind of hesitate. So it's one of those things. Uh, honestly, I had to Ferris shot his thing off. That probably would have just triggered me, but. Yeah, no, it works fine. All right. Uh, so at this point, Gardas, you realize that both characters have readied actions and they just jumped a little bit. Um, you look into the room and, you know, you, you're very clearly seeing and could ready an action or something if you wanted to be part of this whole ready yeah, for. I mean, thing. I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to pull the trigger and cast a shatter at the area near the eye. Of course, out of his range, out of Hanny's range, but it's only a 10 foot, well, 10 foot radius. So I guess I'd be putting it. Sorry, wait, where's the thing that let's somewhere like here, right? Yeah, it's fine. I get the idea. There's your 10 foot this way and then 10 foot the other way, you know. So I'm casting a shatter. It's a con saving throw with DC. DC 15. Yeah. Okay. So this is sonic damage we decided, right? This is where your shatter is? Yeah. Thunder damage is thunder. Thunder damage. <sighs> but it's not a specific attack against him, I guess. I guess. It's a ringing noise erupting from the point. All right. I am going to do this. Let me roll my roll first. What was the DC? 15. 15. You said it was con, right? Yeah. Hmm. All right. He fails. Okay. Does he look hurt? Like, I mean, essentially, does does he react to it? Oh, uh, yeah, it's going to freak him out. His eyes are going to jump all over. Let's take his damage first, and then we'll... Ugh. Eh, nine. It's better than nothing. All right. Um. So, uh, yeah, there's a sonic boom in the corner, or whatever, thundering boom in the corner. Um, this creature's ears are unable to be seen, but the uh, tentacles around his head, like, uh, start banging against his own head uh, for a couple seconds as the damage hits. And then um, the the spectates to Gardas in the corner, and uh, Gardas is going to get a beam of light at him. So Gardas roll a d20, constitution save. Uh, uh, 14, right? 17. Okay, and then make another DC 20 constitution save as a second beam of light comes at you. 17 again. Okay. Um, so the first beam has no effect. The second beam is a dark beam. And um, even with your failed save, uh, you feel within your chest a tightening and take... Oh crap it's eight damage um so everyone sees the first beam no reaction and then sees the second beam and Gardas is going to grasp his chest in pain at that second beam so would everyone like to 
um, roll initiative, but I'll put uh, at the top of the initiative Urkov and DeFerris. Is that fair? Or are you guys doing this? Or I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I call it. I'm gonna do it. All right, I got me. a, I got a four. Just add everyone to the turn tracker here. I got a ten. Um, why can't I add to Ferris? World twenty is like really being a butt today. Might be my internet in their defense. Alright. Hanny, what did you get? I got a 15. Right. So it's going to be Urkov, DeFerris, Hanny. Um, Spectator got pretty low, Neznar got low, and then I what did you four. get? A four, so you're low too, so I'll just throw you in at the bottom with them. What's your plus on your initiative? Two. All right, let me check out these guys real quick. All right. I'll put you in front of Neznar and the Spectator. So um, just going to play out a new round with Urkov and DeFerris at the top. And then it goes Hanny, Gardas, Spectator, Neznar. And I guess Gundren's in there somewhere. Let me roll Gundren. forgot about that guy. I can't roll Gundren because it hates me. I had to turn tracker. There we go. Throw a d20 on the ground. And Gungeon's at the bottom, too. Easy. Love it. Alright, so go ahead, Urkov. You're first. Um, Charge isn't actually a thing anymore, is it? Nope. Okay. Uh, five. You, I just figured you mean you're going to move an attack. Whatever, 15, you know. 20, 25, 30. Oh, that's right. I don't actually have... Do I have 30 feet? Have I think I found out that my... Feet. Yeah, that's what's on me, but then I think I found out that my chainmails actually brings me down. Last, it's heavy. last session. Yeah, I think last session I found out that I've actually been cheating. I see. Chainmail armor 5E is heavy, and because of that... <clears throat> You'd have disadvantage on all athletic. Oh no, just strength, not athletic. And reduces your strength down to 15. And should reduce your movement. Where is that? Heavy armor reduces by 10 feet. Uh, unless the wearer has a strength core equal or higher. What's your strength score? Uh, 14. No, you need a 16 to wear chainmail. All right, gotcha. According to the table. No, strength 13. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the wrong thing. AC 16, strength 13. You're good. So you don't okay, actually take the, the 10. You have 30 feet of movement because your strength is above 13. Okay, gotcha. Cool. Glad we yep. checked. All right. Uh, mace attack. Yeah, you make it up the spectator and you attack. Go ahead. 18 to hit. You hit. Five. Five damage. Five thumping damage. Yes. All right. Uh, it takes the damage. Cool. The damage appears to be effective. Anything else? Nope. That's it. Deferis, your turn. 
You watch Rakov as he charges into the room and throws a spear or javelin at the spectator? No, thumps him on the head with the mace. Uh, your character's still like 15 feet away. Do you want to move your character where he should be? Uh, on my screen, he's where he's supposed to be, but... Man, here, I'm having me... such issues with roll 20 today. My bad. Let me refresh. Am I on top of the chair for everybody else, or...? You're on top of the brazier. Oh, that's a brazier? Okay. Uh, I see you next to him now. All right, yeah, I see you there now. All right, I just refreshed. We're good. No worries. I moved myself off the brazier just to be safe. Good call. You can't stand on the brazier. Go, DeFerris. All right, so DeFerris... Um... Taps his nose with his, his index and middle finger and throws two Eldritch Blasts around the head of Nasnar, uh, <laughs> deliberately right around the head of Nasnar uh, towards the, the spectator. Wonderful. All right, so, oh, uh, so one was in a six and one was an 18. 18 hits. Or 10 damage. Let's say both hit, but they should five. Get it? All right. Ah. Uh, it was effective. The spectator takes damage. Anything else to first? Uh, that's it. All right, Hanny. Uh, the spectator looks at you and you hear us. Uh, Save me. Uh, guys, he's. I don't know if we should be fighting him. Why don't we? I mean, just he just he just five, tried to kill four, three. Gardas, uh, Gardas yeah. hit him first. What if we all just take a break for one round? Defensive positions, guys. All right, Hannah takes a defensive position. Gundren Actually, sits in the back. I'm not going to take a defensive position. Okay, Hanny does nothing. Gardas, it's your turn. Yeah, you heard the is... speech from Hanny. I one sec. Sorry, I have to sneeze. Um, I guess I'm just gonna ask the thing. Then, then what is your purpose? Okay, the spectator uh, is going to move away from you into the corner. Uh, Urkov, you may get a tech opportunity. Well, I mean, if everybody's chilling, then I'll pass. Okay. And the spectator is going to shoot a beam at Urkov. Urkov, saving through, please. Okay, then. Good jerk. Uh, what kind? Oh, uh, good question. Let's do a... Uh, links aren't working. One of those. Because I refreshed and ruined everything. <laughs> and broke all my windows. <laughs> I have to reopen. There we go. Alright, constitution save. Kidogis. You know what we should have done? We should have taken his spiderness and chucked him in the room and closed the door behind him. Alright, nothing happens to you. Make a wisdom saving throw. Asking a cleric to make a wisdom save throw. That's bold. Yeah, I was about to say, I get a uh, proficiency bonus on this one, don't I? 
It's fear based too, mm-hmm. so you might even get more than that. Wow. Sixteen. Okay. Both um have no effect on Urkov. Nesnar's turn. He is uh Kill it. And then Urkov, your turn. Um I mean it The funny thing is that uh Alright, I look at it Hanny and kinda of shrug. Because it's one of these things. It's literally not hurting either me or Hanny, so I'm not sure what exactly we're doing, and it seems to be cowering in a corner at this point. It is cowering in a corner. Yeah, I'll go ahead and pass my turn. I'll yell at it. I'll, I'll yell at him. Like, stop attacking us. To the spectator. Gotcha. Uh, I hurt. Your turn. I just want to know if you're watching in or taking action. Uh, I am watching, and just for posterity's sake, DeFerris does sincerely consider just pushing Nastar into the room. Okay, got it. All right, Hanny, now you you said you're going to offer to heal him? Yeah, um, I have good berries, so I'll make some good berries. And uh, walk close to him with one in my hand. Alright, I'm going to have like, I think it's ten or something. Okay, Gundren, no actions. Oh, yeah, I get it now. <laughs> uh, Gardas, uh, are you taking any actions? Um, I'm going to look at DeFerris and look at Nazar. I'm going to look right. at DeFerris and be kind of like jerking my head towards Spider, I guess I'll get out of the way. I'll go over here, and then I'll look into Ferris and do that. Cool. Uh, all right. Uh, the spectator is going to have to make a save. Why don't you give me a charisma, uh, Hanny, with that to see whether or not this is effective? Okay. And he has been damaged by your party. Just keep that in mind. I know. It's not me. All right. Um, so he trusts you, quickly licks up the berries. The berries are not poisonous, Hanny? No, he gets one HP for... No, just making sure you weren't tricking me, the DM. Like you didn't uh... do a deception check with the rest of the team members with like a slash whisper to everyone else. And it's like, hey guys, I actually casted the bad berry spell instead of the good berry spell. Wow, that would have been good. But... Yeah, it would have been good. Not this time. Welcome to Goodberry, home of the Goodberry. Right. Take your order. Oh, yeah, that's a so, oldie. We're, we're, we're doing the weird Goodberry problem, but because his tongue and mouth is so large, he can eat 10 bananas in one swallow and heals 10 HP. Great. Um, everyone leaves except you. Everyone leaves except you. And you said that in my head, right? Yeah. All right, guys, he says to get out. Urkov, are you going to leave the room? Yeah, I'm going to back slowly to the door, but I'm going to stand right in the doorway. Door must be shut. Door must be shut? What? Door shut. So he wants the door shut. Oh, can I do a, um, uh, uh, insight? Sure. 
Make sure he's not trying to trick me. Hey. You can tell that he is uh, extremely scared and confused. All right. Got it. Is, is he communicating with us at all, Hanny? Oh, did everyone, sorry, did everyone else already leave? You guys are so fast. Yeah, I stepped out. <laughs> I stepped out of the doorway because I was only there. And then Urkov came out. He's at the door. He's really gotcha. the only one you have to tell. All right, guys. He says you should close the door. I, and then uh, we're going to talk, right? I say to the. I turn back and say to the spectator, and we're just going to talk. No beans. No talk. Rest. You work, I rest. Alright, I'll give that a try. Sure, close the door. I really don't feel comfortable about this. Uh, guys, guys, I'm gonna call the main party minus Nazar to a group huddle. Uh, you're gonna have to group huddle in front of me. I need to keep facing forward. Alright, guys, guys. You! Away. I think that I am privy to this conversation. Well, fine. I'll leave it up to you. Well, I'll leave what you do so is, you. is this door shut, or you're saying you're keeping it open, or cough? I, well, me and Hanny have not finished resolving that one, because I said I was not comfortable with that. Okay, cool. So, uh, Hanny, you're going to get more from the spectator, and he appears to get increasingly agitated if that door's not shutting. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Uh, I'll go over. Like, you can just listen, and it'll be fine. Totally fine. You're just scared. Says one giant to another. All right. Um. So I, will, I will I will close the door, but I want well, like I'm closing the door. I'm going to see if I can't stop it like five inches. I mean, not five inches, but, you know, like a crack open and see what yeah, if you're just going to leave a crack. That's fine. You can leave a crack. All right. So things are shut. Here, I'll go to the lighting layer and uh, we'll see if I can shut this door for fun. When uh, like with the crack. Just because kicks and giggles. All right, well, while I'm setting that up, guys, as the door is slowly shutting, you can start your uh, little pep talk. I'm fine with that. Okay. Uh, I don't want to be here if he and the spectator thing, the thing, the floating thing with eyes, if the two of them uh, forge anything. I, I'd like to be a little bit separate or distant from it. I mean, it's not necessarily a bad idea. But what about Hanny? I say we give him an hour. See what happens. If he's gone, then that was on him. He was the one who decided that the spectator was a good guy. I don't think the forge will cause damage to us, if that's what you're worried about. I am worried about Hanny, though, using it without us. Well, why didn't you ever go into the room? I'm more worried about the spectator within the room. 
If you're so worried about him, you can take care of him yourself. I will wait to see if that is required. You can wait here. I'm going to wait about over where we came from. You appear badly injured, Frog. I'm a dwarf. And yes, I am quite injured. When he pointed his eye beams at me, I felt a pain in my chest, and I don't want to feel that again. Especially if it was done out of self-defense. Those creatures typically are summoned from other realms to protect magical things. I can't imagine he's going to let us continue to use this for long. He will have to go ultimately, so it would be best if you heal up. Sure. I'm going to just move off over to here. If anyone else would like to come, by all means. But I think I'm safe here. All right, so Urkava, I got the door cracked. Is that enough crack for you? It's uh, what I'll accept, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not like high-quality cocaine, but it's something. Yeah. Henny. Yep. All right, so he wants me to work. Um, as I approach the brazier. Okay, what he's moving I... across the room. What do I do? Uh, you work or you die. You work. You're here to work. Okay, I'm going to follow him north to his... No! 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 Mm. You work. Are there materials that I can hit? You bring materials and you work. Mm. That's your job. All right, Hanny. So you notice the heat from the flames. You have an arrow in there that you dropped in there now, and your axe is in there, right? Right. All right. So my other option is I'm going to cast a spell into the fire, if that's how that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely cast magic mi- missile at the fire. Yeah, solid. I like this. Um, so I'm going to cast my hunter's mark and try to imbue it. If that's how that works. Okay, hunter's mark picks a target. Yeah. And the target is the fire. I guess my axe would be my target. Okay. You choose a creature you can see and then mark it. So your spell does nothing. Okay. Can I uh, do a persuasion check to ask for help? Yeah, you can ask for help with a charisma check or persuasion check. That's fine. I don't think I'm actually trained in it, but so. Charisma check it. Yeah, just charisma. Um. I don't think I'm doing this right. In too long. Take out. Okay. I'm just going to take my axe out. All right. So you're going to take burn damage? Yep. Um, put your hands into the fire. 
And the screen fire deals 12 damage to Hanny. As it is his flesh, but his axe comes out looking extremely uh, good. I don't know. Extremely shiny, extremely good. Cool. I did it. I say to him with good work. Yeah. Cool. Ow. All right. Uh, great. No pain, no gain. I'm going to go have some lunch. And okay. I, I exit the uh, exit the room. Boop, boop. Swing this big door. Yep. And leave? Yes. You left your arrow on there, right? Close the door behind it. Yeah. Sure. All right. Let me just move you guys out of the way so I can close the door. All right. You're going to find that your axe gets plus one to hit and plus one damage and you use it if you want to. Master work. Let's go. Wow. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, my axe. It's so pretty master cool. Work would only give plus one to hit, not plus one damage, to be fair. Oh, OK. I'm sorry. So now it's just as good as the sword I've been using, but, you know, I like my axe better. So we're going to use my axe. Um, hey, guys, what's up? You're alive. I am. He, you know, he just wanted me to work. He, he's weird, though. He said that he, people work there every day. Let, let me see that axe. And that's okay, what he says as he comes up. Yeah. Interesting. This does appear to be imbued with magic. I can feel it radiating from the axe. The creature allowed you to do this. He did. He, he almost forced me to do it. Hmm. We could work with this. This, this I don't know work. how to make it. I thought this uh, forge would let me make anything I wanted. Well, the magic has waned over the eons since the battle is worn, and uh, we don't know how much of the magic is lost, but this is a good sign. Uh, you know, with very little time and effort, this item has been magical. You didn't put any components in the fire or anything, did you? I tried, but it didn't work. Yeah, see, uh, the the ability to have no skill and provide no components and no cost and turn an item uh, from mundane into extraordinary is quite the feat. I'm not sure why no one else is impressed. Well, I mean, we don't know what went on until now, so we're impressed too, or at least I am. I don't know. It's really cool. No one asked you, Frog. <laughs> All right, I am a dwarf. Thank you very much. Why'd you put a frog as your name tag? So, Neznar, like, if I had, like, some other component, what's a component mean? No, it's not important in this scenario. I'm just pointing out that the magic appears to still live in that flame. Oh, but do you have components on you? No, I have no interest in components. Components are the dealings of, you know, magicians and sorcerers. But uh, we're dealing with uh, natural magic here. No cost. Hmm. I see. Just make sure you guys have gloves or like a poker or something. Well, uh, some of us probably can't go in there because some of us jump to conclusions. Hmm. Yikes. So Gundar, Gun Gungeon, what, um, 
We did it. No, we did not. My brother, still missing. Nundra. Mm. Okay, so we got to find Dundra. Indeed. Hey guys, I'm kind of hungry. Can we like eat while we do this? Maybe like, yeah, I know you guys sat down for 15 minutes, but can, you know, I might, can I sit too? Just for like a short rest. I don't know. Yeah, of course. I'm of course. not opposed. All right. Heal. The characters are taking a short rest out in the open here, right? I guess so. Okay. While engaging in a short rest, any character with a passive perception above 12 hears crackling coming from this area in the southeast. Okay. And uh, with the crackling... Six skeletons uh, come up these stairs right here. Oh. Oh, this isn't good. Oh, that's fine. Here, let me try something. Oh, I know what this is. All right. I showed the players the skeletons. As they uh, get up around the corner, they have short bows readied. Your characters can be readied as well. Um, so uh, I'm just going to roll a d20, and you guys can pick one person from your party to roll against my skeletons. Well, I mean, Urkov wants to go, so. Okay, Urkov, you sure. have to beat a four. Just a flat d20? Yeah, flat d20. You can add your initiative to it. I don't care. Okay. Yeah. I'll just roll flat and see what happens just because they only roll a four. He rolls a 19. <laughs> All right. So Urkov watches the skeleton slowly come up the stairs and chooses to do what? Uh, move towards him. I can't drag my character. That's okay. He heads there. south. And uh, the skeletons are within 20 feet of him now as they stand on the stairs with their bows drawn. Okay. And uh, I will now turn undead. And they can make a wisdom save to turn undead, I think. Okay, I roll two wisdom saves, one for each group of three. All right, I roll a 14 and a 15. And... Buh, 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 buh. Jeremy. What? Is our... Turn on dead, is that just the spell cast DC? You have the same DC for everything in 5e. Uh, it's always okay. just 8 plus your spell casting plus your proficiency plus right. any special modifiers. Oh, it's plus proficiency. That's up to 15 now. Okay. Yeah, you and I have the same wisdom, right? And my I got plus 3, aren't you? Plus 4? I am plus 4. Yeah, I'm plus 3. So 3 of them are going to pass on the dot and 3 are going to fail? Gotcha. Right, you said DC 15? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, so what happened to three that fail? Are they half CR or lower? They are half okay. CR and lower. They disintegrate. Okay, three of the skeletons disintegrate. What happened to the other three? Nothing. All right, three arrows are unleashed on Urkov. He raises his hands. I mean, three skeletons good. fall to the ground. What was that? 
You said hold that or no? No, I didn't hear what uh, Jeremy. I was just in. saying that's still pretty good. Oh, mm-hmm. all right. Um, an eleven, a nine, and a six. To hit. To hit, yeah. Uh, I've got eighteen AC, so yes. So the three arrows just bounce around Urkov. Would anyone else in the party like to take an action, or is it Urkov's turn again? Uh, how close is he to them? They're on the stairs, he said? Yeah, he's like 10, 15 feet away from them. I mean, I could shatter them again. You can do Uh, whatever you want. If you want to take an action before Urkov, you can. Urkov, you want me to step in, or you got this? Nah, they seem like weaklings. I wouldn't spend any resources on them. Alright, it's Urkov's turn. Let's see, I'd like a little bit of target practice, if you don't mind. Okay, and as we said, the Ferris wraps around the corner, sees three skeletons. And we'll cast uh, Eldritch Blast at um, two of the the three. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Poor guy. That's fun. (laughs) He uh, correctly misses one. Uh, There's a 10% chance, or anything under 10% chance will endanger Urkov. I 16. saw the one zero pop up first. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> like no. Okay, so your critical well, miss means nothing, and the other one, what did you get total with the other? Uh, 15. All right, that 15 does hit a skeleton. How much damage? It is a d10 for eight damage. Okay, the skeleton is still standing. And then Urkov technically gets your round before the skeletons go again. Sure. So I move up, and then the one that he hit, I'm just going to... Wing the mace at. I rolled a one. <laughs> yuck, 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 yuck. Yuck, yuck, right. yuck. Uh, less than 20, I'm going to go find a chart for fun. Oh, that's a d20. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how that works, isn't it? <laughs> Just kidding. All right, you're fine. If we're getting into action, I'll... Uh... <laughs> well, it's still Urkov's turn. Urkov, are, are you moving after you swing, or are you just standing? No, there? I'll stand there. I got Hanny. <laughs> All right, um, I'll... Walk down. Oops. 10, 15, 20. 20, 25, 30. Hmm. So I can't reach them? Nope. All right. Hey, do you want this magic sword? Urkov? Uh, that is a good question. Can clerics use magic swords? It is not a simple weapon, correct? No, swords are not simple weapons. Okay. All right. uh, is an axe a simple weapon? No. Hey, I'm not giving you my axe. <laughs> All right, Hanny, is that your turn for now? Uh, I mean, I guess I could. I'm going to admire my new axe. All right, two arrows shoot at Urkov. Does a 17 or 13 hit? No. Okay, both arrows miss. And then we'd technically go back to Deferis. And a Ferris is going to take a couple more uh, Eldritch Blast shots. Sure, one at each. Uh, yes. Go ahead. Hit in the head. Yep. Go ahead and roll damage for both. All right, so nine to one of them. And uh, so just go from the the first one hit to the other one so nine to the first one that i hit and then uh two 
All right, the first skeleton that you hit that was already damaged disintegrates. The other skeleton still standing. Urkov, go ahead. Woo! Yep. Good job. Urkov hits. Four damage. Damn, uh, skeleton still stands. Hanny, go ahead. Bonk. So I'll walk up to Skelly. Yep. You're not actually... Uh, just, okay. And uh, I'll attack. Mm-hmm. Hanny gets very surprised that we've been fighting invisible skeletons. <laughs> he gets around the corner. <laughs> okay. Um, 10 plus 17, I think. Yeah, 17 hits. Cool. Uh, Arkov, yeah. you found that your uh, your bludgeoning weapon did sunder bones and deal extra damage. <laughs> How much damage is that, Hanny? Uh, fourteen. Slashing. Uh, yes. Magical slashing. Yep. It is enough to knock out the skeleton. These skeletons are dead. The characters continue and complete a short rest without any other encounters occurring. Uh, and we'll pick up from there next time we play, guys. Okay. So, uh, yeah, right. before we leave, everyone, if, if you're part of your short rest, you can use one of your hit dice to heal. Go ahead and feel free to... Or, or as many of your hit dice as you want, I guess. I don't know what the rule is exactly, but I think you can... Yeah, use. I use three of mine. All right, so definitely consider that. Like three of mine, Roll that so we don't have to keep track of that next time and all the HP is accurate, okay? Thank you for joining us for the Pathless Podcast. This is episode, I don't know, 15, 16, uh, 15 of our Lost Minds of Fandeliver. The characters have found the Forge of Spell of Old Yore, but um, they still need to try to find Nundro because all the NPCs have died up to this point, except Gundren, and there's still time. Website is www.pathlesspod.com. Hopefully the audio on this one's better than last week's. And thank you for joining us. Bye, guys. See ya.